0: episode 60 adult friendships are hard and so is hosting trade night hey card fam it's me your podcast host denny uh denny cards on instagram and thank you for downloading and listening to this episode because oh man oh man i missed pressing this record button and putting on these headphones Plugging into the Blue Yeti microphone, that's because even though the last episode aired or I guess was published on December 18th of last year, 2023, uh, that episode was with Ryan from GemRate in a uh, year in review of grading, which was really awesome. And I really enjoyed having him on. If you're listening, Ryan, thank you for being such an awesome guest, a two time guest to the pod. Um, that was recorded a couple of weeks prior to that, um, episode publishing. And so really the last time I got to record, press record, put the headphones on and and just start talking into the microphone was probably close to four episodes ago. Um, let me just see. Um, the one I see on my phone is episode 56, the sick episode. And that was from December 7th. And yeah, that's when, uh, well. I was sick and uh, well, yet again, even with this, uh, almost a one month hiatus, uh, because I am recording this the evening of January 5th, I'm sick again. <laughs> it's not COVID. It's not the flu. And, uh, I don't think this can transmit to your ears. Um, might be bronchitis. I don't, know. I feel like I've had this cough for way too long. Um, I have made some reels um here and there and I've been spending a lot of time with fa- friends and family but uh you know I can do like 90 seconds without coughing uh so if I do have some radio silence it's cuz I'm going to go on mute kind of like my own personal cough button here but well hold on that was amazing timing but yeah almost an entire month away Uh, or since the last time I recorded. just seems like an absolute eternity. I feel like a lot has happened in the hobby um, in the month of December. But yeah, I hope you had a great holiday season, a great time with friends and family, and a good start to the new year. So yeah, I guess uh, let's start with friends. That is part of the episode title for today. Um, the, The first part being adult friendships are hard. And I have to be cause I always am, but you know, I'll be very upfront about something. And that's with regard to recording this podcast. I haven't done this up to this point. And, and what is that? It's the following, which is that I try to record part of this episode and I always, I always just kind of run with what I record. Um, you know, have, have I stopped it? Uh, and, and, like said, you know what? Um, I'm just not going to run that. Haven't done it until now. And, uh, and the reason is because it had to do with a situation with someone who I thought was a friend in the hobby. And what I realized is I was just going down such a rabbit hole. And I think it was just kind of like write out talking points and just talk it out and just kind of, kind of go through that catharsis. But it really was borderline drama and hobby beef and i think you all know i love food but when it comes to the hobby i, I am trying to be vegan okay um should have probably made that into a real but no uh i i really am trying to you know i just think i just didn't think it was fair to kind of give my side of the story because i think even though i think i'm right in the right i think we're, we all always think we're in the right we're always the protagonists in our own stories and when you have a platform, even though this one is, you know, still relatively small, it's just not really fair to just kind of speak and then not allow this other person to weigh in and to kind of like talk and give their side of the story. And so, um, but it, you know, that just recording it and you know, what, whether I delete it or not, I just don't think I'm going to run it. It just was weighing on me. So even for just my own sake, I just wanted to kind of say that aloud. Um, You know, I think maybe I'm coming to realize not everything I record has to be published. Arguably, even this part, (laughs) Uh, why am I even, you know, maybe I'll have to think about not publishing this. But, you know, for that one situation, um, again, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole, but just brief minor context because it is out in the public. Um, And if you do follow me on Instagram, it just had to do with a post where I wrote an article about setting up as a dealer. And, you know, someone had um, just real big issues with the way I didn't price my cards and, you know, um, but, but, you know, like it, it was a, it was an experiment. I, I gave it a shot. I, you know, I was sick back then. And then that was the reason. And I just didn't have the time. I didn't have the energy. And then, you know, um, and there's also that kind of like theme that I've been saying recently in, you know, my intros, which is true. It's, you know, I try to, I consider myself like self-proclaimed, you know, as a jack of all trades, master of none, which means I kind of do a bunch of things in the hobby and I'm trying to learn my, my path because I don't think I have an established lane or path. Uh, I love podcasting. I love creating content, but you know, setting up as a dealer, I just not really that good at it. Uh, I've fully admitted readily many times. I am not good at the transactional side of the hobby, the business side of the hobby. Um, and that's the master of none. So, you know, this person came at me, I think just unjustifiably and not in the best way. But again, that's just the way I perceived it. So, um, I'm not going to even, you know, say which post it is, but it was a while back. And, you know, uh, so I just wanted to kind of just say that. But also, like, even if I wasn't sick, if I I didn't have time to set up, I mean, I guess I could have just not gone. Um, but I have my priority straight. Family comes first. You know, I wasn't gonna go line by line. Well, I the previous recording did kind of go line by line about why, you know, just it's not, you know, uh it's not fair and this and that, and you know, who who are you to tell me how to set up as a dealer? It was just again, uh, it was just good to get in my system. And, um, I really do not want to use this platform, no matter how big or small it is to kind of, um, you know, not have, not allow the other person to tell their side. So yeah. Um, speaking of friendships, adults, uh, I think this is the other thing I did want to say is, you know, I'm not going to go into like all my Spotify wrapped um, what is it like the demographic breakdown? Just so want to say thank you. You know, um, w- two things I want to say. One, having to do with age and adults, but the other thing is there are nine of you where this is your number one podcast, and that's just amazing to me. I don't know who you are, um, and it's not like a Liam Neeson taking like I don't know where you are, but you know I have a certain set of skills. I just thank you. That's all I want to say. You may never reach out to me. I don't know. Um, I you may be introverted or shy, embarrassed, or you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. he's my number one podcast. Listen, that's absolutely ridiculous. I thought I listened to whatever Bill Simmons or sports cards, nonsense, more, um, you know, hobby with cage, you know, shout out to, uh, those two great hobby podcasts, but yeah. Um, yeah. F- nine, top nine of you. And then 30 something. I don't, I don't have it in front of me, but 30 something of you, it's like your top five podcast. Not going to go into all that data. What I wanted to go into was the analytics tell me that 1% of you are ages 18 to 22, 7% are ages 23 to 27. Um, which means that, uh, what is this? I don't even know if these numbers make sense. Oh yeah. One plus seven, 8% of you might not know uh the following which is what some of us older collectors know okay so i guess what i'm saying is the cutoff is 27 but uh for those of you who are under the age of 30 um here's the thing after high school after college and after the early bonds of colleagues at work with you know happy hours and dinners and nights of drinking and all of that um and and of course COVID kind of short-circuited a lot of that but basically after your 30s, it, it is hard to make adult friends. It really is. I mean, you just have your your work life and then you have your family life. You know, if you're if you do get married and have kids, like then, you know, the, the focus, the complete focus is on your family or for for some people it is. And I think um, that's why we have hobbies. Uh, I think that's I mean, not I think I know that's why I left the hobby. And I know some people who have really young kids, who have not left the hobby, and you know, you do what works for you. But at least uh, for some of us, we have this hobby because hobbies are supposed to allow people to connect or to have a reason to connect. You know, to bond, to learn, and to do that in a community setting because we're not meant to do this alone or to be alone. And I guess some people do want to be alone, who, who want to collect alone. But if they do, I really doubt that they're listening to this podcast or that they're on social media or that they're on forums online, like blow out cards and, you know, setting up and creating accounts and making messages and they're going to shows, you know, local card shows or local card shops. You know, I mean, that's just my, I don't know, theory, I guess. Um, I don't know. You can let me know what you think you know you can dm me on instagram but again um if you somehow uh want to collect a loan and you don't want any hobby friends i i just don't see how you're listening to this podcast um or just you know how are you how, how does that work i guess right i mean i guess you could just always just buy and not again not even sell or maybe you can sell but you're just making complete online transactions and you don't want to talk to anyone and you just want to collect. I guess that's possible. I just, but I just don't see how those folks could, you know, listen to podcasts and want to learn from others or watch YouTube and all that. So, but, um, why did I even say all that? Are we past 10 minutes? It's, it's been a while since I've done this and it is so hard to monologue. Um, what did I want to say? Jeez oh yeah so i i don't want to go down the rabbit hole with this individual i just put it in a nice little bow i just want to say our hobby friendship may improve later down the road but right now i think that what happened in 2023 is just so excited to have more friends in the hobby and just get to know more people and i didn't give my phone number out to like everyone like i did try to be very selective because you know that is my personal cell i didn't I don't have like a separate phone for hobby transactions, it was my cell phone. So, um, you know, that particular person had access to my cell phone, um, didn't really like the tone and approach with the way they handled conflict, you know, conflict resolution, just all that. So, you know, um, I've blocked them and that could be undone later. I mean, I've blocked people on Instagram, kind of have this desire to just kind of be more like Takemi Mutombo and I'm not making that into like a high resolution but I know there I have talked about this in the past some some um creators and influencers like to block a lot like um Dikembe Mutombo got to say though for those of you who are uh, big 90s basketball people Mark Eaton on the Jazz he had a ton of blocks um but uh and then there are some people who don't block at all. And I just don't see how that's sustainable, but you know, whatever works for you. But yeah, um, this person, just um uh, not gonna say their name, all that. You can go back if you want to, but I didn't block them on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I just wanna say again, it is the time to make resolutions and I think I made a reel where I mean I know I made a reel where I said I didn't want to make resolutions because I'm gonna end up breaking them, but you know, it's a time of reflection. It's that time of year. And, you know, um it's not even a hobby resolution. It's just to have more boundaries and to really just kind of like not tolerate disrespect. Um, You know, there there is this post from another complete different person. I can't remember who they were. I would love to give them credit, but they were like, you know, what could I have done to get this card? You know, I, I, it seems like I offended this person, but I really wanted this card so bad. You know, in my opinion, unless the card really is super rare, just if it wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be. And you can find it another time, you know, but this person on Instagram was like, oh, I, I really should have done better to, you know, communicate with them. But, you know, just, I saw what they screenshot and posted on Instagram. It was, they were dealing with, uh, You know mr cranky pants so um i think i might need to just take a break (laughs) right here because i'm going down a rabbit hole a couple of them uh what is it not parallel yeah parallel um concurrently so um right maybe right before i take a break i'll just say this which is i know who i am um you know i don't know who all of you are but in a way i do because you know if you're listening to this thank you and you know I'm not for everyone I've said that in the past too but if you're here you're probably someone who just you know <laughs> I want to be like you like thoughtful content i mean you you like listening to me so thank you but you know i do things a little bit differently it's i'm not uh these one of these folks who's just yelling bang and my content isn't like flashy because i feel like there are ways that i can make my content more Virable or whatever you want to call it but i don't do that just because i don't i don't like that content so you know um we haven't met uh but in a way we have because you listen to me and some of you do reach out on dms and i really appreciate that um but it hasn't even been a full year and you know you only you only do know me from this kind of parasocial relationship that i've talked about in the past and you know um i think podcast is very intimate relationship and that's why i never want to betray any trusts or kind of like you know this is probably the most accurate version of me because it's so long form i feel like instagram reels are so short form that i try my best to show who i am there but even that isn't really me i feel like i have been using utilizing uh instagram stories more to kind of show my thought processes on some things in the hobby uh so I think that's maybe more me, but it's also I'm choosing what to put out there. Right. So, you know, I mean, I thought I knew a bunch of people in the hobby last year. You know, heck, I thought I knew Rob, the sports car therapist, which, you know, I'm not going to get into all that again, because if you've listened to this for a while, you I've alluded to him. But yeah, like he influenced me. Right. I mean, like, and I've said that part of the reason I even have this podcast is listening to him and going, hey, I think I could do that so but i didn't know him you know and so that wasn't the case either so the main thing is i know my value system you know i hope you know your value system and you know i'm i'm just of the belief that i i'm really coming to grips or understanding that it's just not going to to align with other people's and i'm not saying mine is better than anyone else's but and that really is okay um i just know my Inner core, my friends, my close friends, my family, the ones who saw me in the holidays, that didn't have to do with trade night, which, uh, you know, will be after this break or this little, yeah, I need to get a drink of water, but, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to change my value system for the hobby. Kind of like that person who was like, I, if I could have just said something differently to get this card, um I don't know. I just don't think the cards, the cards are so important and I really want cards that I want, but, I just I'm not going to change my value system for the hobby Um, if anything. Instead, I feel like and again, I don't think this is a resolution. Maybe it is. I don't know, Um, but I think what I want to do is I want to allow my value system to guide me through the hobby and not the other way around. So. Cool, I think that was really (laughs) wasn't even my notes. Let me take a break here, get some water, cough, and uh let's get a word in from a sponsor. Hey card fam, you ever feel that sting like I have when you sell a card online only to see 12 to 14% of your hard-earned money just vanish in seller fees? It's almost like a penalty for using online platforms. But here's the game changer, My Card Post. Instead of those frustrating fees on every sale, I just pay a small monthly subscription. So that way I get to keep a lot more in my pocket. My Card Post is a place where collectors like us come together. It's about building new relationships in a trusted community where we can all safely buy, trade and sell, BTS. And that's what I'm about community building and safe transactions. If you want to join, it's free to set up an account if you only want to buy. But if you want to sell and trade as well, you can get started for as little as $9 a month. And you know I got to hook you up for listening. Use promo code denny when you join and you'll get 30% off your first 3 months. And I'm already there. I have my shop, I'm buying, trading and selling, and most importantly, Connecting. So go to mycardpost.com and use my promo code Denny, D E N N Y. Come check it out. I think you'll really like it. So see you there where my card post every night is trade night. All right, and we're back. I forgot how much this makes my back achy when I lean into into the microphone, but you know, uh, just just trying to get by, and hopefully it gets easier uh, the more I keep doing this. So, if I publish this immediately after I'm done recording, this this should be ready for folks who are starting starting their the first weekend of 2024, and so you know uh for us uh for for my family here it's it's the start of youth basketball season for us this weekend so i am coaching both of my son's basketball teams and so my hobby time may become a little bit shorter but you know i hope you all have a great weekend and if you're listening to this next week or i don't know later in 2024 or beyond again thank you for taking the uh taking this a listen, giving this a listen, taking a chance on this podcast. Okay. So yeah, you know, um, you know, I have talked about, about my kids here and there, but, uh, keeping them off social media, that's still a a very hard, bright line, you know, strict boundary that I've, uh, uh, set with my, with my wife. That's our plan is to keep those boundaries in place. Um, but before I get to, I guess, you know or this is the segue i guess uh the biggest card or pull of 2023 you know i did my top nine or uh, of my favorite you know uh cards i did a upper deck artifacts basketball um tree um but the biggest card and i should probably make content around this i, I think i have a, a a short reel in draft form but the biggest card that we pulled, um, I can't even say I pulled because our family pulled it, is when my son, he pulled a Bronny James auto, And it was when we were talking about um, his, you know, his favorite players like Scott Skiles and Larry Bird. And I told him about uh, you know, Paige Stojakovic because uh, he pulled his son, Andre Stojakovic. So all of that's happening. The, the camera's on me when I had a ridiculous Fu Manchu. And yeah, he pulled it and uh he uh it was i mean i think there are two variations right there's like one sticker version and then there's the on card that where it's like a white background uh, still really awesome not numbered i think they're all refractors but again none of that matters because the fact that he even pulled it uh was amazing and i was just so happy for him and capturing that moment on camera and uh, you know sharing that out to the instagram community it, it really just really makes me even thinking about it right now it just gives me a lot of uh warm feelings and goosebumps and all that so that uh pull did occur in my lcs shout out collector's world not a sponsor but um you know great great local card shop you know great for the community the local card scene and so uh that's the segue into trade night where i hosted my second one it was at collectors world it was December. See, now I'm forgetting the exact date, but it was like 16th through the 17th, and it was um, it was awesome. I mean, it was a three-hour event. The first hour was for just kids, quote unquote, because um, there were some adults there setting up. I don't know what they're doing, but um, and then two hours after that, oh my gosh, it's been so long. Maybe it was just two hours. Maybe an hour kids, and an hour adults. Whatever it was, there was for pizza, there was uh, wax specials, um, I think two specials. I mean, the details aren't that important, right? But whatever, right? I sometimes go down these rabbit holes. But I think they had like Bowman Sapphire or Platinum baseball blaster boxes for like half off. They had some Topps factory sets that were discounted. If they had basketball i would have probably would have bought some but you know i was just like right. i looked at it, i was like oh that's nice so um it, it was a really fun time i mean it, it was bigger than the first time i did a trade night which is not in a conventional card space it was like in a uh industrial sheik uh i don't know just kind of like workshop um very a lot of a lot of wood <laughs> a lot of kind of like this uh wood grainy feel and like these really nice i don't know just kind of like holiday lights and it was just really beautiful so go back to my instagram if you want to see it so anyway um it was a great time but you know like i i know i have uh this podcast i have social media like you know like creating content um i think i'm getting better at it but you know like this isn't how do i say this like it's not easy it's stressful um i before both trade nights like felt nauseous and i felt like my palms are sweaty mom spaghetti knees weak arms heavy all that stuff okay um it but it doesn't it didn't mean that i didn't want to do it like i i wanted to do it i wanted to do it for the card community i wanted to i don't like do something fun and you know i thought even doing it during the holiday season was going to be a tough sell because people are you know shopping for presents and they're on holiday travel and that and that is those are some reasons why people told me before the fact and after the fact hey i'm really sorry i missed it because it was during a hard time but you know we had like a bunch of people came and uh the inverse was true people from out of town came to that one because they're like oh my my you know, my cousin or my nephew collects and he wanted to come here with us. And so there are people from Atlanta, from Utah, from Jersey, Pennsylvania, I don't know, all these random places. And it was just so nice to just kind of, you know, they're all like, thank you for setting it up and all that. And uh, it felt really good. And I guess that is the selfish part is people saying thank you or, hey, that was fun. Um, And yeah, I got to, you know, my main thing was help host it, MC it a little bit talk a little bit, you know, kind of, uh, talk about the wax specials. Cause of course the, the shop there wants to move some wax. Of course that's, that's their, you know, um, there's a, of course, you know, there's altruism and then there's, you know, reasons why people want to host things. Um, for me, I, you know, my contribution from a monetary mon- monetary, not mon- monetarily monetary standpoint was getting some, I don't know like small singles making little mystery packs giving giving away some of my own wax that i've kept here and just kind of like giving it out and (laughs) thinking about what are kids like so instead of putting like a an auto or a patch of like some retired veteran or some some no nobody um i was like i think these kids would rather like base singles of you know the players that they like so you know just just no color variation um lamello balls and zions and i don't think i put in josh just because that whole thing uh but yeah Burrow, herbert and i was like okay like what are these kids like and you know i've having having um seen what these kids carry in their you know like zion cases that are big as that some of them i was like yeah this this is what they want so Um, it's funny, uh, this is like a weird thing about social media too, is like, I made a post about all the kids coming to, uh, grab the mystery bags and, you know, they're, they're, it's, it's loud, it's stressful. And, you know, I'm saying, Hey, come pick them up. And they they didn't say thank you on camera. And so there was this commenter was like, Oh, you know, did they forget the, their manners or did they forget the English language? And I, I was like, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this grown, well, I'm assuming grown person is is making criticism about kids. So I just said they texted me later. Of course, they didn't text me. But yeah, at the end of the event, you know, some kids come up to me saying thank you and all that. Um, and so that's the the benefit. Um, you know, I'm not trying to do it to gain uh, followers or cloud. I know there's so many ulterior motives people place on influencers like I just I just want to I just want to create community. And I know that's such a resolution that a lot of these other creators want to do for 2024 or whatever. Look, more power to them. If they want help, I'll help them. But it, you know, there's one thing to just talk about it and then the other one is to actually be about it or, you know, what is the Jimmy Johnson, you know, talk to talk, walk to walk, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, um, it's not easy. It's stressful. Um, And I don't mean like the creation of these mystery packs, but just, you know, getting up there and talking to people and, you know, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations though, though that is how you grow. Didn't mean for that to rhyme, but yeah, like, I don't know this, there's this whole like uh, narrative or it's not a mainstream narrative, but you know, I can, sometimes I do consume Uh, content from what people call like the negativity crowd and this whole positivity crowd and negative crowd. I don't, I don't really even like those labels, but I think, you know, what I'm talking about, but you know, people criticize other people's content and I don't, I don't see these as bad bad people. I do think they have different styles of uh, both personalities and of uh, content. Um, Don't be surprised if I have some of them on this year in 20, hold on, I got to Okay, don't be surprised if I have some of them on the podcast, because I really do want to understand what the motive and who these people are. And I don't want to just keep othering people, right? Just learning just that's the whole whole reason for I have this podcast is, but you know, some of the folks who are on this side, or uh, on that side of the fences, they say, Oh, these influencers, they use, they use the kids as shields for the hobby. And oh, my gosh, they're grooming kids. And Oh, gosh, I, I just think that's so wild, at least for me, because it kind of roused me up, especially because, you know, even if I didn't have kids, I, I just I just feel like, you know, there are people who are trying to grow the hobby. And I really do think those are some serious, serious accusations. So um, I guess the question becomes, you know, why do we want to grow? Why do we want to grow the hobby like such myself? Uh, First thing I want to say is I don't think it's incumbent on any of us to grow the hobby. Um, You know, after all, it is fanatics who says that they want to 10x the hobby and they're a corporation and people make up that corporation and they get. But the thing is, they get paid to do that and, you know, they, they have their own uh, what is it like corporate obligations? And, you know, once they go public, they'll have shareholder obligations and, you know, there it's, it's all financial, maybe not all financial, but yeah, I mean, corporations that are there to make money. It's not a nonprofit. So, you know, they want a tend to the hobby. I don't think it's incumbent on any of us, us hobbyists, collectors, anyone in this hobby space, who's an individual, maybe businesses, local businesses want it, you know, my LCS, I'm sure they would love uh more foot traffic and uh streamers want more breakers want more people in the rooms but you know i think the reason i want to grow the hobby is i love this hobby i know how it felt like to be a kid in it um i've been hoodwinked as a kid i didn't have the you know back in the 90s you didn't there was no internet right i mean we're just learning things through beckett magazines and um through just talking to people in the shop and if you didn't have a good local car shop owner, and that's why they had all the power, is you could really have um, some bad transactions, or, you know, get hoodwinked. And then there are people who pretend to be your friends, because they want to make a trade with you. And then, you know, I've talked about this in really early on in this podcast, but someone who I thought was a friend who all they really wanted was my Michael Jordan scoring king. And then once I gifted it to them, they just kind of ghosted me, which back then I did not know was a term. But they ghosted me. So You know, um, when it comes to like me, so, so there's like one part of me that wants to help not, you know, like help educate this next generation or the, even the current generation of collectors so that we can learn from each other and we can grow together and we can kind of have a more knowledgeable collector base. And then there's this other part of me that's Kind of wants to help because you know like my kids hopefully they'll want to be collectors and hobbyists of sports cards trading cards and you know i want it to just be a better space and you know i think that starts at the local level and i know my content is like really for like a national or international because that's where the reach is but you know when it comes to this next generation like i mean again i don't want to go down like a negative rabbit hole but you know um there's this post from tops again I'm, I'm recording this january 5th oh my goodness i'm looking at the time it's it's turned over into january 6th it's past midnight um but it was a it was a post from tops that what is it a kid pulled a messy refractor a super for a super fractor. sorry it's been so long since tops has had uh basketball <laughs> i can't even say super fractor correctly uh, pulled a messy superfactor and, you know, that kid looks exactly like one of my kid's friends. Okay. And so there's a comment where it's like, oh, my goodness, they made him look terrible and ridiculous. And, you know, I kind of clapped back at the kid. Uh, first of all, I didn't know it was a kid until I saw his profile pic. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to get into an argument with a middle schooler. But what was just as bad, I felt, as that comment was that. Which at the time it had like 100 likes it might be even more by now but i guess yeah that's what i mean is what was just as bad as that comment being made is that there were like 100 likes on it and then i'm going through those likes and i'm looking at all these and they're all like just random names they're not card accounts i think near the end there were some more card accounts but i'm looking at it and i'm like oh my goodness look at all these people they're all just hate they're dunking on this kid right and i was like oh some random kid i'll never meet him but it's like you know, you would never say that to this kid's face. Maybe they could, maybe they could or would, but you know, I had a kid on my podcast, uh, in the first season last year, shout out Blake Price. I don't know if he listens to this, but you know, um, he and his dad have shown me some pretty nasty, ridiculous comments from the internet about him, about him being on a card, you know, Alan Ginter and all that. But look, I, 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 I know, here's the thing, like, I totally know and get that it's, practically futile or futile <laughs> trying to fight internet trolls it's like punching waves crashing into a beach but i, I don't know if if we don't try to make this a better place that's definitely gonna happen it's gonna be a self-fulfilling prophecy is that we're gonna have just like a barren wasteland uh on social media i guess but i mean look here's the thing maybe maybe I can't help social media. Um, but I know that the people who follow me on Instagram, they're very thoughtful, generous, kind, uh, following, you know, I don't even like to call, use it, the word following and followers, but you know, um, I keep removing the bots. I keep removing the scam accounts. I keep, and you know, I keep trying to cull the, the, cause I just want the inner core of, you know, actual people and people who are, in the hobby you know whether they're in it for monetary reasons or not i don't know but you know people who have card accounts and people who are actually um hobbyists so so maybe i can't help social media um maybe you know it's a drop in the bucket but i think that when it comes to trade night i think that hold on cough uh, but when it comes to Helping uh, this next generation of collectors, maybe it maybe I do it with my local card scene, and you know um, that kind of goes back to the whole trade night thing. Uh, And you know we had an hour where kids trading only. Um, It was pretty adorable. Uh, There were definitely some first timers, who uh, even the, the dad was a first timer. He's like, I think I've seen people do this, and they just like put all their cards out on the table, like they were like a dealer. And, uh, you know, it's really interesting, the Pokemon community, they use these little, like a dot, stick, uh, dot sticker system, kind of hard to say, where they kind of put in uh, HP for heavily played, MP for medium played, LP for lightly played, because they actually play with the cards. So they kind of use that system to kind of indicate the condition of the card um and then you know they adjust the prices accordingly but there was actually genuine trades going on and these were probably i have no clue right i don't know much about Pokemon, but uh it was like whether they were dollar cards or five dollar ten dollar twenty dollar whatever cards i mean the kids didn't have a lot of slabs and uh but it was just really cool really cool to see these kids just making trades you know some of them Uh, would ask their parents some of them would ask me and I'll be like I'm sorry I I can help maybe price these out but I have no clue what you know chilling fates or something rains or jungle something you know which set it came from I don't know I I can barely read can I tell oh I'm gonna say this and I'm probably have to end this uh, episode soon but these the, the what is it four point font that is on these Pokemon cards I really literally have to get out a magnifying glass and I sound so old saying this I can't believe it but There's even some uh, Sports cards that have this concern. I mean, I guess the joke Some of you may have already thought about it as you're listening to this which is like Sgc their certification numbers Painfully tiny I cannot believe how hard they are to read um (laughs) but yeah, just, uh, helping these kids out. Oh, where was I? I got to get back on this podcast at all. I gotta say that. Um, it was really cool to see. And so even though it was stressful, see there, I have it brought it all back to the beginning, even though it was stressful. Um, you know, I, I know some people don't believe me when I say, you know, introverted, I think I have extroverted tendencies and I can get very excited and do things. And if you've seen me at a card show, local or regional or national, like you can feel my, I think someone said you're vibrating with positive energy. And I'm just like really excited, but I'm not like that all the time. And, um, it trains me, you know, I go back to my home or, you know, if I'm traveling hotel room and I'm just like exhausted and I'm just like, don't talk to me. But, um, you know, I just, even though some things are hard, I think they're worth doing and if they're worth doing, uh, you just try your best. So maybe that's something that I want to leave you the listener with it, which is don't, I mean, not don't, but like, you know, let's try to grow the hobby, but don't do it for fanatics or tops or anyone else, it's, you know, to just try to do good in the hobby. Um, put yourself in the shoes of a kid and to be like, Hey, you know, I don't know if you've had like bad deals as a kid, or if you had a bad LCS owner, um, who, you know, would be mean to kids. I've, I've had that happen before too. And it's just like, you know, kind of, kind of sucks. Uh, despite that you're still here, I guess, despite that for me, I'm still here. So that maybe, maybe it's, (laughs) maybe it's not a uh, precursor. We always worry about people leaving the hobby, but it's like, I think we just keep coming back anyway. But, you know, just, um, I don't know, just let's do some good in the hobby in in this uh, upcoming year. And again, this is the first podcast recording for 2024. Thank you so much for listening. Still don't have a good outro, but um, I guess I'll just go to what I feel like I've said in the past before, which is goodbye, Germany. Auf Wiedersehen. And I'll talk to you guys again real soon. Oh, wait, I meant to say this one last thing. This is what this I I didn't pull it all together. So I don't know. Some of you may have ended the podcast. uh, And if you did, that's totally fine. So here's what I meant to say at the end. Okay, which is adult friendships are hard. Trade nights are hard. Doesn't mean that we don't do them. Just because something's hard doesn't mean you just stop. If it means something to you, if it means that much to you, you keep trying. So keep trying to make friendships in the hobby if you're not, you know, a recluse or someone who doesn't want to make friends in the hobby. But also um, trade nights. Again, talk to your LCS. See if they're willing to work with you. You know, maybe you provide some small, you know, cards that you can't even sell or like, you know, small cards that you don't want to sell um, because they're, they're just not part of your, um, you're not a good seller is what I mean, but, uh, work with your LCS. Maybe they can provide the pizza or maybe you provide the pizza and they provide the cards, something, right? Just, um, if that's compelling to you, um, you know, my, my last, if it's not compelling to you, my last, uh, persuasive statement would be not just think about the next generation, but think about the younger you, right? Like kind of, again, I know I said, put, yourself in the shoes of uh, a young collector, but like just put yourself in your own shoes of just remember what it was like being a kid and just like not knowing things. And I know we're in a different era and social media and the internet where all of this information is at your fingertips, but I still have people reach out to me being like, how do I do this? How do I do that? Sometimes you just need a little, little nudge in the right direction and then they can figure out the rest. But sometimes it's really just that first step and to help that person with that first or second step in their journey, and then they can kind of like lead their way, but they just need to get out of the forest a little bit. So that's the main thing I wanted to say. took me a second to go full circle. I was like editing this podcast very lightly. When I say editing, dragging things into the uh, publish uh, episode side of uh, Spotify for podcasters. So thank you again, listening i promise there's not gonna be another one right now after this one you should hear the song rodney scopes that's like the little outro music thing and then we'll be done and then until next time thank you